Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Ashlyn Keenan, and this is Private Education. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Private Education. I'm Ashlyn Keenan, Andrea is over there. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. And I'm doing a bit of... Um, I have a bit of a cold so my voice is a little deeper and a bit huskier than normal I hope that's okay um, sexy voice sexy deep dulcet tones I don't know if it's sexy <laughs> at all it's, it's it's more snotty than sexy is what I'm gonna say ah, um, but thankfully um the the bulk of this episode today will be made up of uh an interview that I did with content creator Emer Varian Barry. She is a Cork native and she currently lives in the UK. Um, she is a mother of three. She is a she's a content creator. She does you know beautiful images, she does campaigns for different Gorgeous. brands. And she is co-parenting her three children with their dad. And like she's kind of like you know her a bit, Andre, like she's kind of well known I not not well known I suppose well known is the wrong thing to say but she's very very honest and very um kind of yeah, she's yeah she is and she's very open on her Instagram like a lot of people are quite closed off a lot of a lot of like influencers and content creators can be quite private but she's very open with um her life and her personal life now as she would say herself and I think as she does actually mention at some point in the interview what we see is probably 10% of what actually happens in her life, you know, and I think yeah. that goes without saying. But um, she is nonetheless very open about everything. And there's, you know, she's had kind of a bit of a tumultuous time with um, her, the, the dad of her children and they have been kind of on, on again and off again. And a recently enough, um, relatively recently, she decided that they were kind of off again and it was going to be a permanent thing you know I suppose for the sake of her children and for her own sake and just for yeah. you know to kind of move things on and they're in a very very healthy co-parenting setup now which is really great but I wanted to talk to her basically about kind of her learnings I suppose as she moved through that period in her life um which we did so we have that chat I'm gonna let you hear that in a few minutes before we start though because I have I, I have a I really want to talk. I really want to talk about cleaning your vagina because I saw Listen, something really, very important. <laughs> it's very important, and I saw something on Twitter recently that really worried me. So, but before we get into that, uh, Andrea and I are looking to talk to someone who has attended a sex party. That is what we're after, isn't it, Andrea? It is. If you, so, if, if that is you, or you know somebody, yeah. we need you or them. 
we need we need we like because you know along the lines of um like the killing kittens parties those kind of things no it doesn't have to be that glamorous or or that mm-hmm. kind of high level I guess <laughs> any kind of sex party I tweeted it out a while ago and I got like very few responses and no, no like strong leads so I'm putting it out to you guys listeners if you yourself have been to a sex party or if you know of anyone that has been to a sex party and would be willing to talk to us that's that's kind of key um we'd love to chat to you so get in touch private education pod at gmail.com or on instagram at private education podcast or indeed to my instagram which is at ashling m keenan or to andrea's instagram which is andrea j doyle yeah i got that right didn't i Dre? <laughs> so just uh before we get into emer's chat i need to talk about like i said vaginal cleaning and on a kind of as a jump off point um I got an email recently you know the way I tend to get random sex info into my inbox Andrea because yeah you know when it's in the podcast that's what other people get like you know this is the new H&M line or here's this hair serum meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile the the most recent one I got um and it was actually surprisingly interesting it was uh, the subject line was the post-sex routine you should follow according to sex experts. Uh, that's a mouthful. Don't try to say mm. that many times fast. Um, so basically, lovehoney.com, um, they're a sex toy website. They have commissioned some research about um, what to do after sex. And their doctor, um, her name is Megan Fleming. She's a certified sex and relationship psychologist uh, that works with Love Honey. And she basically went through some post-sex I suppose like yeah post-sex routines that you should follow if possible after you have sex um the first one was and I actually really agree with this one if I hear you feel right um the first one she says is talk about the sex so like after you finish having sex you're already in a very vulnerable position in, in like for both people for both parties um so she advises to like have a bit of a debrief about what just happened and I think that's a really good place to start if you want to give any gentle criticism or if you want to (laughs) do you know what I mean what do you think I agree and I think it's really good because the longer you leave it post like the interaction the less likely you are to bring it up Whereas there's no better time than literally an immediate debrief being like, how was that for you? And then being like, that was really good. How was that for you? And you've been like, look, you know, you could do, you could shit sandwich it and that's not a sexual innuendo. I mean, you could say it was, this was really good. This is where I might like things to have been different or I didn't really like this, but then that was really good as well. You know what I mean? But I think whatever way you approach your debrief immediately after is a good place to start. Yeah, like I don't think you should sit down with a notepad and be like, okay, we're going to go through some feedback. Um, <laughs> from minute three and a half to minute four, you were doing really well. <laughs> no, imagine Nailed it. Um, do you know what it said though? So one of her comments, one of Dr. Megan's comments was um, that a strategy that she could, that she suggests to bring up some, either some criticism disguised as constructive criticism mm-hmm. or to bring like a new move you want to try or whatever is to say 
So she basically says, a strategy to bring up something new you'd be interested in trying is to say, I found this idea in a magazine like Cosmo or Men's Health or on a podcast that you listen to. And you can say, oh, wow, I listened to this and it got me really excited about trying blah, blah, blah. And here is your license, people. So here is the podcast. Say, if you if you need a segue into some sexual suggestions, tell oh. people to your partner that you heard it in private education. We will take that for the team, guys. Come on, get in, get in on it. <laughs> because it just means like the idea, you know, or what, or the suggestion or whatever yeah. came from, ostensibly came from a source outside of yourself. And that's an easier way, I think, to inquire about a partner's interest. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good idea. I think that's fantastic. Um, Or even if it's like, trying to bring up something that maybe didn't go the way you wanted it to or it maybe like you're saying try something different to be like oh what do you think about this you know and kind of feel it out that way like I heard it on I heard this on this podcast and uh I wonder how what, what do you what's your idea of this or what's your view on that I think that's a great idea yeah or even like I mean I know people have um sent ep- full episodes of private education to their partners and been like oh I found this really interesting have a listen to that there and yeah you know to, to a minute a 10 to minute 23 <laughs> get in there yeah not to, not to be too prescriptive about it but yeah mm. um the next one was right so the next one was and I am an advocate of this peeing after sex ah I, yes like it's essential it's it's one of those things that I think it's either do this or buy cranberry juice you have two options a or b <laughs> I think I think just to interject with some medical knowledge, I think the cranberry juice thing is a myth. However, no, it, is. it is. It is. I'm only, I'm only messing. But like, you're literally lining yourself up for problems if you if you don't. You're basically inviting a UTI into your life. Um, a UTI <laughs> into your vag. A U, yeah, into your vag. You're you're saying, come on in, guys. Um, a UTI for anyone who hasn't who isn't familiar. And actually, if you're not familiar, I envy you because I have had UTIs in the past, my friends. A UTI is a urinary tract infection and it basically, I mean, there's a couple of different reasons you can get them, but the main reason is um, bacteria that hangs around basically after sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing is, and what Dr. Megan advises is that um, by urinating directly after you have sex, any kind of lingering bacteria is flushed out of your body and it minimizes the risk of you contracting a UTI so a UTI basically if you haven't had one I don't know about you Dre but the symptoms for me have been um basically so sorry if this is too much information I don't think it is that we've passed the point of TMI here that was a long Uh, time ago I think we have but one of the main um because like you know if you have a kidney infection peeing can be painful or you know you might have a pain in your lower back but with a UTI what I found is you're peeing away and then just as you come to the end of the pee you get a shooting pain right in your pee hole <laughs> sorry I shouldn't have said pee hole but that's what happens to me what have you had a UTI Dre no I've actually escaped it Mm, I've had many, many kidney infections. Right. Um, and I know some of the symptoms are the same, but I haven't experienced that sharp, like, stab that it's, people speak it's, about. It's basically like, you, 
um and i i'm i'm referencing vagina people with vaginas here uh, as an aside because i don't know what a uti feels like to a person with a penis same but, but um like it basically feels like so you're peeing away and then at the end it feels like someone has got a fish hook into your vagina into your pee hole i should say and then just pulls on it it's it's, it's not pleasant not pleasant at all so what i would say is as soon as you're done having the ride and everything is finished and you're winding down for the afternoon evening whenever go into the bathroom pee and wipe and when you wipe guys wipe front to back that's the golden rule i mean i think we should have started that might have been the place to start maybe it's wipe front to back pee after sex start from the, the absolute beginning anyone that's doing it otherwise <laughs> but like, it. like a lot of people don't know the wipe front to back thing what yeah is that yeah. not just Ah, uh, a lot of people go back to front. No, okay. Like obviously, when you've done a number one and a number two, it's different. But when you've just done a number one, a lot of people go back, like go from you know bum hole direction to wee hole direction, and that is incorrect, guys. So, for, uh, like front to back is the way to wipe. Um, and then so Dr. Megan's next advice, and this is where the vagina cleaning issue raises its head it said she says to freshen up the area but what she said and because when I read this I was worried because I was like Dr Megan what are you going to suggest here yeah but thankfully all she says is um although the last thing you want to do sorry following a night of passionate sex using clean fresh water to clean up can prevent irritation especially if you have sensitive skin or the combination of rubbing or lube and sweat or whatever because it can up it can upset the pH balance and like you could I mean you don't have to hop into the shower like immediately and you know have mm. a, like a bit of a a bit of a rinse down maybe um never hurt anyone mm-hmm. and she does go in and say warm water is great but important to know the vagina is self cleaning and that is key do not push shower gel down there oh, do no. not do not douche and if you don't know what douching is google don't do it. it yeah well don't do it but google it if you if you need more info <laughs> um and yeah the um the vagina is completely self-cleaning and in terms of like smell i always think it's good to know like okay this is going to sound mad but i think dre you, you'll know what i mean you know the way you know the smell of your own passing of wind I don't I don't want to say the real word there yeah you know the way you know the way you know what your own is and, yeah. and, and it doesn't completely disgust you in the same way that someone else is so someone else does. yeah right so your vagina will have a smell but to you it will be familiar and hopefully not you know jarring yes not jarring exactly and if for whatever reason there's a bit of an odd smell or a bit more of a pungent smell and um, check, you know, go to your doctor and get it checked. But in general, it is okay for your vagina to smell slightly because that is, as they say, the good bacteria working away and keeping everything nice and clean down there. So you know your smell, know your own smell. And if it changes, get it looked at. But, you know, it's okay once it's not pungent or odd or if it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something to note about the vagina so it is self-cleaning thankfully 
and don't put anything down there even shower gels like I mean if a bit gets in there while you're in the shower totally fine but I wouldn't be you know shoving a load of Sanex up there because it's it doesn't need it no basically. like you do not need the branded products that are aimed literally at that area they're they're not your friend no, no. things like femme fresh and stuff absolutely like not. unnecessary absolutely unnecessary and in actual fact there are some vaginas that can't even tolerate some um feminine hygiene products like some sanitary towels there are some people have vaginas that don't tolerate those products and oh yeah and, you know they need ones my especially formulated for like sensitive skins or they need like organic ones or or whatever like that so it is a very sensitive area so it's worth looking after but all you really need to do is look after it with a bit of water every now and again Mm. Um, so then the last one and this is something that could easily be forgotten actually um once sex is wrapped up if you've been using and and this is uh, actually solo sex or sex in a couple or with multiple people if you've been using sex toys always remember to clean them um because of course bacteria bacteria can get on them and if you want to reuse them again at a later time it's better to have cleaned them you know directly after use than you know before you want to use it the next time mm-hmm. when the mood takes you you're hardly going to be like hang on there guys I'm just going in to like rinse off my dildo and the so, other thing that's important is they I am pretty sure they need to be dried as well. So like yes. right before the event is probably not the best time to be letting them wash and then try and air dry them. So that's exactly right. And it is really important that you have to let them fully dry before you put them away. Um, and there's all, all sorts of, you know, um, wipes and things that you can use on sex toys. I wouldn't recommend any of those myself um I would just say like an organic all natural soap of some kind um and failing that just a really really good wash with water or hot warm mm-hmm. water um and then obviously follow any kind of specific sex toy instructions for the ones that you're using because not all of them can be submerged in water um so yeah that's the little post-sex routine that you should follow and oh actually there was one more thing that I forgot to say that I was thinking about the other day don't ask me why I was thinking about this um somebody was talking about how they thought they lost a tampon up their bad hole yeah now I want to just tell everyone listening anyone that has a vagina I promise you you cannot get anything lost up there um however like nothing it's like it's it's a it's a cul-de-sac basically you can't nothing nothing can can (laughs) and like it literally apart from apart from sperm nothing can get in nothing can get in past your cervix I know sorry it wasn't a great um analogy for a vagina but anyway um yeah if you suspect that you've got a tampon stuck up there which listen it happens to the best of us strings get lost strings come off tampons are small they might they might like nestle up there and you might not be able to get it out with your fingers Mm. um I would advise going to the doctor in that instance because you want to make sure that you get it all out. So if, if a tampon has been in there a couple of days and you haven't been able to access it, um, the fibers might start to break down. And if you take it, if you, you know, get up there and fiddle around and find it, yeah. you might have left a little bit of it behind. So 
it's important to go to a medical professional in that instance and get everything cleared out because you don't like I mean look the last thing you want is a vag infection am I right goodness no you want that yeah that's actually solid advice and I wouldn't believe in it days you know either you know yeah well I mean if you if you (laughs) if you suspect I guess the thing is if you suspect you've one up there but you're not sure because you can't see and then maybe you think oh no that's impossible and then a couple of days later you're like oh that smells weird maybe I did leave something up there yeah yeah because you know you know do you know what I mean you might not you might not always know you maybe maybe you were absolutely hammered and you weren't sure if you put a tampon in or you know who knows Mm. anyway so with all that said to move on to a completely different topic um we're going to go into my interview with Emer now uh my voice was totally fine on this day so um I will sound different I'll sound better probably and um I just wanted to yeah thank Emer for chatting to me so honestly um she's just like really really forthcoming and we kind like I I had questions there to ask her and we kind of just rambled and to be honest I just kind of let her talk because you know she again that's her style she is just a really open forthcoming you know honest person and I let her take the conversation where she wanted to go with it and again because it was so personal to her what we were talking about I wanted to make sure she was comfortable so I just kind of opened up the the you know interview doors so to speak and let her uh work away so yeah Dre and I will be back for a brief a brief debrief after this interview yeah, so I met an amazing man in Australia when I was um when I was traveling. I like I've I moved to New York on my own. I moved to Australia on my own. I was very independent, up for adventure on my own, just like discovering and like I'm just curious, and that's how like that's how I observe life. That's how I do what I do because yeah, again, you kind of just like have to be on your own a lot, mm-hmm. um, and dependent on yourself. But yeah, I heard the English accent in this hostel and we like I've said this a million times like we did fall in love in, in over a jug of beer and it was amazing and yeah he's an amazing man incredible father but it just didn't work out like we both went um but you know what's weird like again I say that in one sentence like it just didn't work out like I'm fobbing it off like what <laughs> like how can you go through all this shit and then be like oh yeah it's just like didn't work out like it's not this like 15 year old relationship um, but it didn't work out, if you know what I mean. Like it's when you when you're a backpacker and you fall in love with someone, and then like I moved back here with him, and it was all just like so amazing, and it still is. Like oh my gosh, like we're such a good relationship. Obviously, we still kill each other, but like you know, it's just we can't actually be in a relationship together. And- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, it was incredible. And we dreamed, oh my God, we dreamed of having, I was so ready to have a baby. Like, I'm so blessed that like, I was able to get pregnant and I was actually, yeah, that I've had these three babies with him. Like I lost a baby in between and that was huge for us. Like, like it's just like, oh, that's like something that happens to somebody else, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what happened to us. Yeah, we had like three kids and yeah, it was always like on and off. And I think it's because like, my life was going in a different direction and we're just really different people. Like I did make excuses for it for ages because again, like I'm, I'm just that kind of person who's like, Oh fuck it. Like put up with it. Like people have it worse, put up with stuff, you know, it's like, stop complaining. And yeah, just, just everyone has their problems. No relationship is, without like having to go through shit and put up with shit and but it comes it comes to a point where you're like how much shit do I have to put up with on both sides do you know what I mean it's not just me it's like when you're like how much how much are no let me reword that sorry like how much like clashing do we need to go through (laughs) like this isn't like we're not even fucking like this, we need to like draw a line somewhere here and yes. I think that's really important um so yeah and we separated properly like we were on and off yeah like, like for months at a time like yeah and then yeah we we just we just love her like we just loved the we, we both come from you know very uh, united families and it was such a huge thing for us to like separate for good because it was always a case of we have to do this. We have to do this for the children. We have and do, you think, do you think that's why, like you were saying that you were on and off with your, your ex for like, you know, months at a time. And I definitely got that impression from your Instagram. It, there was times where, you know, you, he was visibly there. And then there was times when he visibly wasn't. And like, do you think- like, yeah, that sounds like he was just walking out. That wasn't, that was not the case. That was like, conversations about like what's healthy in your everyday life environment and like we realized that like you know we fucking tried it okay it wasn't just this like all of a sudden one day we're breaking up you cannot say that we did not constantly try and that's what kind of like you know comforts me a bit when it comes to us it's like and that's not everyone knows that like and everyone's going to think like and you know this when they're listening to it it's like well that's not healthy for kids I know <laughs> like we knew that it's not like we were like just thinking about ourselves but like we you have to try and you have to like you know there's a reason why we kept coming back to each other we had this intense love how can you still be really in love with someone but just like not be able to like work with that relationship so yeah I just think like my oh sorry what <laughs> no it's just going, I'm just gonna ask do you think you were saying there that you both come from very like united families do you think that 
that is why you were so determined to keep trying at it because you wanted so desperately to have that united family for your children yeah but at the end of the day like does does that really like I I definitely need to talk to a psychologist about all of this (laughs) like does that mean does that make a difference I don't know like and maybe I'm just trying to like Look, there was a lot of love there, and that's the most important thing. There still is. Was there a particular, you said that just there, that, you know, you kind of, although it was a mutual thing and you both knew it, you were the one that actually pulled the plug in a sense. Was there, did you, for you, what was it in you that that made that decision, like, you know, that you ha- that forced you to that decision? You know, what was it in you that was like, I can't continue with this, stop start stop start what 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 was it that made you actually made that make that call just not being able to continue with the clashing about like a lot of things and you know for me it's really a case of like you know I I built I was I was getting all these opportunities I I wanted to do it all and that like why not you know and how could I say no to these opportunities? Like Daniel and I were on benefits when we first had Zirsha. Well, do you feel like it was work um, and the and the, the lifestyle that your work led you into that kind of yeah, was, the, like, was the final thing for your relationship? Um, no, I definitely wouldn't say that like my work um, was the definite thing like that ended our relationship. It was more personality clash and how you see the world differently a few years into a relationship. Like, it's really hard to, like, pinpoint what happens to people when they just go on different paths mentally, you know? You were saying just before we started that you, and this is what I'm kind of really interested in because I do feel like there's there has been a change somewhere along the way for you or many changes I would imagine but you were saying that you've kind of how you are in relationships you've been doing a lot of work on and kind of looking at yourself and and how you exist in relationships so if you if you want to just chat about kind of in the past typically how you would have existed in relationships purely in terms of you and your personality and then maybe we can then later talk about how you have grown out of that and how you have like developed and where you kind of are now and where you might be going forward into into any future relationship that you might be in so just in the past what typically would have been your modus operandi say in relationships like as you can tell like as you can like you know like you've been following me for years it's like I have a strong mind and I am determined and I I say like what I want to say I do whatever I want to do that's not like (laughs) I do whatever I want to do as in like I sleep with whoever I want to like if I'm out like if I want to do something it's not like that it's like I'm independent like if I want to do something when you say you know that kind of you wanted an an alternative um like, like yeah like is was that was that a huge issue in your relationship like did 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 marriage come up and and was no, that no, no. We both, no like we were both on the same page about that like we just didn't have any interest in in it at all um and I know that's different for everyone like and like obviously there's just people in all different situations 
that are listening to this and um but yeah that was my situation and so what now kind of now that you've gone through um you've you've come to to the decision that the relationship side of things is finished and you're you're happily co-parenting what is it now that you are what lessons are you bringing forward um about yourself not necessarily into relationships but what what lessons are you bringing forward about yourself um from that kind of experience like I definitely feel wiser and I'm again like I'm the kind of person who's like actually grateful for going through shit and having knowledge and changing my reactions changing my views having different perspectives after I go through really hard times like so like think about it right like you're going through all that shit and then you're looking for external validation so you put it on Instagram that attracts extreme negativity and extreme trolling <laughs> like what was I doing as much as you might seem um to be very open on Instagram and very forthcoming with how you feel and forthcoming with that sort of thing like do you consider yourself truly vulnerable on Instagram or or is that something is that side of you something only that small circle ever really sees yeah do you know like I was thinking about this actually like again when I was like writing these stories this morning I was like you know when people call me really honest on Instagram I'm like that's only a that's a like that's a compliment and I want you to feel comfortable that like you can come here and it's you're gonna like you're gonna get that but there that's only like a, a fraction of how I honest I am in real life like I can't be I can't be sharing everything like I can't be honest about everything like it's just you can't be like you're just you know that's that's not like controlling your narrative as well and I feel like that's really important for me online now like are you gonna create something here Emer, that you know will trigger people or can you know be a bit honest about something show your personality now and again and you know just the right amount Mm -hmm. so do you find that people think they know you but they like you they they don't yeah yeah I find that so interesting and I feel like we're only like waking up to that now but it's natural isn't it like I don't I'm the exact same like I look at somebody could post like twice a month and I think that I fucking know them that's crazy but it's again like actually that is like so that's so wrong of me to think that so now in in terms of your kind of you in relationships going forward Mm. I mean I don't know where I don't know where you are in terms of getting into another relationship Mm. but how do you think you like what what, what, I'm joking (laughs) (laughs) what things will you be bringing into any new relationship Mm. you would get in this is my time. Like, this is my time to learn. This is my time to realize that, like, you know, how can I do things better? How can I? I just feel like even saying that, though, is like nothing went like nobody when we separated, like nobody did anything where it's like, well, that has to end. Nobody had an affair. Nobody had. It's just our personalities became different. So when I talk about like, what can I do better? It's not anything like extreme. It's just like, 
um, maybe say I can be more vulnerable. To to ask you one more question just before we finish up, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you seem, now you can correct me if I'm wrong, but when I'm talking to you here, when I'm talking to you on DMs or whatever I'm chatting to you, you, you do, you seem very together. You seem to be someone who knows who they are. You seem to be very self-aware. You seem to be very kind of composed. Is that- What? Yeah, is that, is that real you? Sorry, thanks. That's a compliment, but that's just, wow, I can't, but like composed. I'm not composed. What would you define as composed? Well, I mean, you, you're you holding yourself together really well. You you know, you're comfortable being honest. You're comfortable talking about your relationship. You're, com- you know, you're, you've, you seem, you, you know, I, I don't say, I don't sense any, I don't want to say weakness. Weakness is not the word, but I don't. You you seem very strong to me. You seem like a really strong person. Is that how you feel? It's actually so crazy how, and that's a like. Thank you so much for like saying that. Like I really genuinely mean that. No, I feel like when I do have my really really weak moments, like when I'm when my forehead is up against the fridge and I'm fucking bawling my eyes out because I'm looking at the shit in the garden looking at all the washing I've got emails you know that I have to like get back to or I'll lose out on that job I I don't know I feel like um you know with my depression and everything like that's another that's another podcast but I do feel like people are going through a lot of shit everybody has their shit in their life no matter what everyone has different situations and you have to be so mindful of that, especially when you're online. You have to be respectful of that. Um, I think when you're talking about being self-aware, that is like the most important thing for me. I thought I was perfect for years. I'm like, I'm fucking amazing. Like, I'm so sound. I'm like doing this and doing that. Like, God, I actually feel so liberated facing my flaws right now but also not being too hard on myself like dealing with them and moving on from them and learning from them and 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 like implementing what I've learned in my re- in different reactions like just and that's why I just love asking like that's why I just love being in my 30s like I mean I can't even imagine where one would begin you know to to start dating again with I mean you've got a more than a full-time job you've got three children you've got you know your co-parenting you've got so much going on like you said that like if I had asked you this time last year you would have been no 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 like is that something that you are open to currently yeah definitely and I feel like it's totally it's it's just so different these days like people are like go on the apps like go on hinge (laughs) like going to there like all this shit and I'm like yeah I've tried it and I it's just not me Ashling. like I just can't like I just can't do it I'm the kind of person who's like I need to I need to feel your energy I need to like have the crack with you and suss you out and yeah just just meet you in person naturally like I I feel like I've said this like to my friends and stuff I'm like oh I'm just like old school I want to meet somebody blah 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 it's like that's not old school that's how like you just are like how you want to like how it's natural to meet somebody 
for me and it's you know because I'm I, I love humans and energy and like intuition and yeah so that's just not for me so um but then at the end of the day like that means what like you have to like where do you meet people like and I don't want to go in the piss and meet people I said to my friends I was like fuck it like we'll just we'll just go out and I'm just like I can't have like two drinks either like I've when I go out like I five pints that's it (laughs) that's what I do that's what I drink anything I will not have anything over and I'm like okay so like I can't just have one I'll have to go with the five and then no like I want to meet someone like sober or like you know what I mean and and that's just maybe that's a manifestation thing I don't know but um yeah I'm like maybe we can just go out and just like I'll drink sparkling water and also you know what's really really upsetting for me actually is that we're so stuck in our phones that nobody talks to each other anymore so how the fuck are you supposed to meet somebody in real life like I remember like I was in I was in a cafe a few months ago I'm not like talking to everyone but like you know if if I see the opportunity as my sister says like if you get a sniff of the crack like if there's a 50% chance that you can have the crack with someone go in with it and um, yeah there was this guy like there was this guy next to me and he's already looking like whatever it's just like it wasn't even it wasn't like that like it was just more like he was having like a ginger shot and a coffee together I was like do you know we were both on our phones and I was like I really want to like say something to him oh my god do I I felt like a bit of anxiety about it and I know like obviously like loads of people listening to this like I would yeah I fucking wouldn't talk to him at all but like that's that's me like I I'm a communicator I love people like I've always like talked talk to people but I, I did like feel that for the first time you know like the we're both on our phones and I was just like oh my god this is why this is why and I was and I was like fuck it like I'll just talk to him I was like oh how's that a uh, ginger shot in the coffee like how does that work in the stomach like do they blend well together and we just like I was just I couldn't understand it I was just like yuck and he was like I love it and we just ended up having the most incredible again it wasn't anything romantic but it was just like we he was so interesting he had this company it was kind of like a we work company and um he was just like so sound he was telling me all about his girlfriend and I was like so happy that we were able to like have that time and it developed into this like really interesting lovely conversation and I was thinking to myself do you know what that's what I want like that's that's how I want to meet someone so yeah I mean it could happen like it could happen next week. That's the thing. Like, you just never know, like, your life could literally change in, like, an hour. You could be in Tesco in the queue and, like, having a crack with someone or, like, talking to someone and that's it. And would you be, would you in general be a big believer in that kind of, you know, what's for you won't pass you? Yes. Like, yeah. That's, that's what it's all about. You have to. I have enough proof in my life. I, I always say this. Like, I have enough proof in my life that things are supposed to align at the right times. That's, that's, like, that's it. Like, I'm the kind of person who'll, like, jump into opportunities, who'll just, like, say yes to everything. I am a bit more cautious these days, but it's in, like, you know, I've taken enough chances in my life, and, like, I've gambled, and, like, it's paid off, you know? So, yeah, like, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And I think 
that might be a nice place to actually wrap up so Emer, I really appreciate you coming on to private education thank you so much thanks for having me seriously we'll talk again soon yes I absolutely loved that chat I loved when Emer spoke about going up to the guy in the coffee shop and like you know chatting to him and even though he was attached it was just like good woman yourself you're doing it you know yeah she took the chance she went up like I thought that was really brave I would be so terrified to do that petrified and like the thing she was totally right in what she said as well about like everyone being stuck in their phones and like conversations don't start as organically anymore because you know if you're sitting on a train or a bus or in a coffee shop you might have gotten chatting to somebody like if you were looking to to you know find love yeah, or exactly you you might you know you might get get chatting to someone if you weren't constantly heading the phone which let's be honest most of us are when we're out in public by ourselves 100 percent. it's kind of like a default you're just like you just your neck is just creaked down you know that kind of way you're missing you're like everything's passing by but it's it's like a i guess we use our phones as like social crutches now i suppose yeah yeah it's like if you're on your own and you don't have your phone you kind of feel a little bit exposed (laughs) yeah totally um so yeah it was a really interesting interview and it was good to hear from her how she is at the moment she like I mean I, I was asking her about kind of the change that she's gone through from when she was um you know in a relationship and and parenting her her three children kind of that way when they were still together and then you know now that they've um decided that they're not going to be together how life is now and how she is now in terms of you know her growth I want to say as a person yeah Um, but yeah so with that I suppose Dre we will wrap up and um thanks again to everyone as usual for any reviews or shares or likes or all those kind of things and if you ever want to do them we would be much obliged um you would and if you if you're going in there and you're planning on doing a review or giving an L rating five stars you know it's not too much to ask and if you're going to do it anyway lads we really appreciate it you're always on the hunt for five stars I love it I love it shoot for the stars you fall you land in the moon or backwards (laughs) you (laughs) you love mixing up your metaphors like that time my sister said it came to me like a fish in the night um so yeah thank you very much for listening um and we will chat to you next week and until then stay safe have fun goodbye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.